It's my privilege, Ronnie, to have this honor in the challenging program tonight, this celebration time. And uh, it's my task to uh, charge you and to encourage you and Carrie in this new venture. And uh, those of us that know you so well know that you are a dynamic spiritual leader. And uh, we are confident of your um, giftedness of God into the task of pastoring and ministry. But Ronnie, you are about to venture into a portion of your spiritual journey to where you've never been before. And with that, I, I have chosen a text out of Colossians chapter 4. And it's in verse number 17 where Paul is telling the church, the believers at Colossae, tell Archippus to be sure to finish the ministry he has received in the Lord. And I want you to underline the word receive because I'm coming back to that and you'll understand it. To paraphrase it, we could uh, put it this way, be sure to do all that God's told you to do. Now, we are not certain about too much about Archippus. We don't know much about him. We do know that he was a minister at the church at Colossae. He's uh, spoken of here in Colossians chapter 4 as well as Philemon chapter 2. But we don't know. The question that uh, an immediate reader will find out of that, why did Paul encourage the believers at Colossae to tell him to keep going? You see, to tell him to keep doing the work, the ministry that God had called him to do. And from my perspective, just sort of answering that question, perhaps uh, as the leader of the church, he was taking all the hits. You see, things were not going as they were at one time. And of course, you know, it's always the guy at the top that's wrong. So perhaps he was taking all of the hits in the ministry, or perhaps he did make a mistake. And perhaps, if the question is legitimate, Perhaps he is feeling some guilt inside himself. Man, I blew it. You say, I should have done a better job. Or we can carry the question a little bit further. Perhaps he was not preaching the whole counsel of God. You see, he was, he was leaning towards um, the political correctness of the day. And he was not calling a spade a spade, not calling sin or sin. Now, these are just... Um, just speculative thoughts on my part. But nonetheless, Paul is telling the believers there, keep him going. Tell him to finish the ministry that God has given to him. So Ronnie, my words um, to you as, uh, as well as I know you and the conversations that we've had, uh, what I'm about to say is, is probably going to be obvious to so many. Yet, in, in my prayer time, uh, I think they need to be restated. And I want to make seven points to you, yourself, and Carrie in this journey. I'll invite the church to eavesdrop. Um, number one, you might have heard me say this before, do not pastor a small church. Um, and that comes out of my personal experience. 
One of my seminary professors was sitting having breakfast with uh, Gay and I at a Billy, Jam, a Billy Graham conference, and uh, Dr. Smith said, Gene, don't pastor a small church. He knew I pastored a mission church. And I said, okay, Dr. Graham, why? And he says, it's like being in a canoe with one other person and that other person stands up. <laughs> so I chuckled at that and said, okay. We kept eating and then Dr. Smith went on to say, Gene, don't ever pastor a large church. I said, okay, Dr. Smith, where are you going with this one? He said, well, it's like being on a helicopter and they come in, they put you on the deck of a battleship. And then once the helicopter leaves, they say, you're on a battleship, get us out of this minefield. <laughs> and I said, okay, Dr. Smith, I understand now. You want me to pastor a, a medium-sized church? He said, no, you misread it. Don't pastor. <laughs> and, and I said, but Dr. Smith, I have been called of God. I've got a ministry. He's laid on my heart to pastor. He said, okay, now you can pastor. <laughs> so the whole point is, Ronnie, God has called you. The point number two that I like to make, and it's the obvious, you're in perpetual spiritual warfare. Don't drop your guard. And point number three will be the obvious, pray without ceasing. And uh, point number four is that you can trust uh, carries perceptiveness and discernment. In times of trouble, she will be 99 and nine-tenths right. <laughs> she is going to be your very best friend. Number five, do not covet another pastor's good fortune or success in ministry. In so doing, you will also have to covet the trials and the tribulations that brought him to the place that he is at that point. This is an important one. Do not be intimidated nor bow to the elite. No matter how popular or educated people are around you, God did not call you to mimic them. He called you to mimic him. We've talked before, and I've shared this with you. There's a difference between an achieved ministry and a received ministry. Paul is telling the church to encourage Ronnie to finish the ministry he has received in the Lord. That's a very important part. An achieved ministry, when I say achieved, that's in the flesh. An achieved ministry is worked up. A received ministry is prayed down. An achieved ministry looks to statistics and numbers. A received ministry looks to the throne. An achieved ministry is competitive, and it's comparing. A received ministry realizes it's going to take all of us to do the job. Amen. And an achieved ministry, it's laborious, 
and it's tiring. A received ministry is satisfying and fulfilling. And an achieved ministry fails even though it seems to succeed, and the received ministry succeeds even though it seems to fail. Ronnie, let me close with uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, a verse Paul closed that that uh, first letter to the church at Corinth. Therefore, Ronnie Brown, I'm paraphrasing, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is never in vain. God bless you, Ronnie.